Hello, you. How are we doing? I'm on my third attempt at starting this podcast. I'm feeling a little bit mm, introspective and a little bit a bit fragile, actually. Um, if you've listened to any of my other episodes, you know that I try and live in a kind of cyclical way that respects different seasons that the the body goes through, as in your moods and your motivation, your energy levels. They seem to go around in loops and um, if I didn't know better, I'd say I'm coming down with something. But really, I know that I'm going into a a bit of a winter, so I'm feeling quite inwards. And like I say, introspective, which is probably what prompted uh, today's little reflection. So would you care to join me in pondering what I think the world needs more of? Now, you could say... Um, an easy cop I would be to do to sing what the Beatles say and say that it's just love we need more love in the world I mean that'd help wouldn't it kindness um, yeah I'm not, I'm not poo-pooing those things the world could definitely use more love and kindness but what I think the world could really use right now is connection and by that I mean Synchronicity, understanding and empathy between two people communicating in an honest, emotionally informed way, which is very abstract. So let me, uh, let me tell you a little story to bring this to life, shall I? Okay, so there's a movement called Authentic Relating, um, which is a kind of set of practices, set of pride practices that I've probably banged on and on about before in the podcast about how to hold, hmm, how to relate between human beings in a, in a more real, honest, and yeah, a little bit vulnerable way, so that you understand one another's, where you're coming from, what it feels. The question authentic relating seems to be trying to answer is, what's it like being you right now? You, the person, um, doing authentic relating and the other person that you'll be relating with or the group you're relating with. So that's the kind of set question it sets out. And there's there's probably thousands of people who've been taking part in this and doing the training. Um, I did level two back in oh, April, anyway, early spring. And one of, it turns out one of the chief kind of difficulties people run into... Well, that, that you, you spend a weekend, well, I've spent two weekends now learning to do authentic relating where you're just playing these games, relating to one another, going deeper and deeper into this, like, kind of how to have emotionally honest and tricky, sometimes tricky conversations and share what it is like being you, your truth, um, no matter how kind of, uh, yeah, tricky that will be, um, or emotionally difficult that will be for you. And, Lots of people love this and it's great fun and you spend the weekends doing the training and you go away back into the, the real world. And what happens, what happened for me, what happened for the group of people I'm still in touch with, the people I did level two with, is that the, the chief yeah, obstacle, the chief difficulty they run into is like, oh gosh, no one gets this. And people are reacting in very um, challenging, tricky unexpected ways to this new way of having conversations that I'm trying to to bring into the world 
Um, to, to give you an example of the kind of conversation you might, when someone's telling you something and you think that they are having a certain feeling, you can test that out. You can say, oh, oh, I'm noticing that there might be some, I don't know, uh, some, some fear in what you're saying. It sounds like you might be a little bit afraid of what this person's doing. It sounds like, I imagine that was really difficult for you when this person came at you with, and they charged at you with all this, these accusations, that must have been really difficult for you, especially in the workplace with all your colleagues looking at you. You must have felt really afraid and, yeah, really um, threatened by that. Like, that would be, you, you, that would not be out of place in an authentic relating conversation where someone observes or senses something and then um, offers an observation where they say, I, I imagine, and then gives you an opportunity to share what it is actually like being you. You know, what, what is any of that land for you? Was that true? What was it like? You know, you might say at the end of it. And people, uh, I'm going to go to my experience now. People are often surprised when you start offering genuine curiosity. Well, they don't know it's genuine. When you start asking questions, when you start listening to them and reflecting back or replaying what it is that's coming up for you, and you start volunteering your experiences and get curious about theirs. There's something about that that is, I'm going to say because it's so rare, maybe, that people react in surprise or or suspicion. Like, why is this, what, what? You're listening to me? And you're you're asking me questions about that, and now you're using emotions. Now you're using, talking about feelings. Whoa. Um... And what other reactions have? So there's this suspicion, this, this kind of like, what, what, this is, what are you doing? What are you after? Are you trying to manipulate me? What are you doing here? The other one I've noticed uh, in my experiences, especially with the older generation, is when you start introducing feelings to the conversation is one of hostility and like a kind of shutdown and even a denial of these feelings. Absolutely not. No, I'm not scared. I wasn't afraid. No, 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 absolutely not. No, no, this person's an idiot. I'm a... You know, like a real kind of like a a front, like a, a shutter goes up, a kind of um, yeah, imagine, invisible force field goes up between you. Um, so the two chief experiences I've noticed is suspicion, um, defensiveness. Um, others are available. I've heard, um, especially if if you you start using this practice of connection with. Um, family members or people or friends who expect you to be a certain way that can often be met with cynicism and ridicule as well you can be ridiculed for it. anyway where am I going with all this blah 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 hopefully that brought it to life for you I was sharing that because I wanted to explain what uh, authentic relating kind of is like um, but what it is essentially is a an attempt at connecting with the person in front of you and connecting with yourself as well, going inwards into yourself and figuring out what your experience is. And then you're trying to try and find some ground where you go, maybe there's some, there's some common experience here. What's it like being me? What's it like being you? Oh, we're both humans together. That's usually where it ends up. Like, oh, oh my goodness, we're both having a similar experience. We both have the same kind of um, core fears and dreads and hopes and dreams. And that's a really lovely feeling. That's where the connection comes from. It's like, Oh, despite our differences, despite our different experiences, despite our walks of life and who we are and our preferences and all this kind of stuff that often is 
divides the world too much, I find, um, especially online and social media and things like Brexit, etc. We're kind of defining ourselves by our differences, but things like authentic relating, um, that I know there are other techniques, but the, this is the one I use, they find that common ground, they find connection through honesty, and you find a, a useful way to um, disagree or at least compare and observe and witness one another's differences in a way that isn't about confrontation and argument and this kind of thing. So this is why I don't say what the world needs more of is love, because if we just all, you know, uh, got flowers in our hair and kissing each other and hugging, like that would be nice. But realistically, we're humans and we're all incredibly diverse and different. And I believe we need new ways um maybe they're not new ways we need ways to find uh a way to gosh this is where my little foggy little wintry little brain is, is struggling to put the words together to say what i need to say what i mean um so thank you for bearing with me yeah i'm noticing a fuzziness in my head and a will to say something profound that is true for me but also um knowing I'm doing it on my own, I need someone here to help me with it. Um, we need to find ways to create, find connection between people. So a dialogue, communication that's honest and real. And we're not hiding behind um, our uh, defences, our strategies, our egos, that kind of thing. Because I think that's what we're coming up against a lot of the time, is when people are afraid and unsure of what's going on for them, the uh, the defence has come up like I was describing before. Um, Humour, also a defence. Um, ridicule, a defence. Um, hostility, suspicion, a defence. These are all just tactics we pull out of our bag to defend ourselves because no one wants to lower that because that exposes you to be hurt. If you uh, drop the humour and start taking things seriously for a moment and you start exchanging emotional information, people can use that against you. And that's certainly been a block for me in, in the past when I've shared big feelings, especially when I was a kid. I was a really kind of emotionally outgoing child, very sensitive. And I, I think I, I had it used against me, um, the usual kind of playground insults of, of being gay or being a teddy bear. I think it was called at one point for, for, for singing a song that sounded remotely... I can't remember. Anyway, trauma. Um... <laughs> Uh, stuff like it was it was used against me anyway. Oh, I've noticed my defence is coming up there to, to shun it and push it away. But yeah, really uncomfortable is is if if you explain to someone how you're feeling and how some certain situations trigger you, and this can be an issue for me, and I have these sort of feelings under these circumstances. They, in an argument, in the heat of an argument, might use that against you. And say, oh, you're doing that thing that you do when you are uh, in such and such a situation and that can hurt because you're like oh hang on I told you that in confidence and I told you that I'm trying to open up with you and now you're using it against me um, to suggest that I'm being emotional and irrational and I think that's often the criticism levelled at any kind of emotional conversation is that if you are in any way emotional you are therefore unreasonable irrational and you don't and you're not making any sense you're not balanced you're volatile you can't be trusted uh, when in reality it's possible to be emotional and also be rational as well. You you can think with your head as well as be kind of like unsure and unsteady and a little bit vulnerable in your heart as well. That That's entirely compatible. Um, that's just being human, surely, right? I don't know. 
Um, so the more situations we can foster where there's emotional engagement between two people and they are connected, like, what, what have I defined connection yet? Um, maybe another story would help. Um, the, about a week ago, just over a week ago, I was at Butterfield Festival, which is, um, Oh, it's this bloody wonderful look it up. It's just loads of music. Uh, loads of dance, singing. There is music there, but it's not about music. Uh, vegetarian food. Workshops and all sorts of stuff like this kind of thing. Authentic relate, authentic relate and that kind of stuff. So I, I, I loved it. But anyway, I landed down and noticed I was feeling a little bit peripheral. Like I didn't feel like I was involved in it. So I went to a, a circling workshop, which is kind of authentic relating type territory where you... Um, you drop into really kind of deep, um, yeah, connection with strangers just using simple techniques and it's more, it's not conversation. What is it? It's more just like there's, there's eye contact, which is like the, the quickest route to connection in my experience, not just in authentic relating, just in, like, in improv as well. It's really good when you make eye contact with someone, you can kind of read them a lot easier. So we did some ex- exercising activities of, around making eye contact and just gazing at one another and taking it in turns to be the subject of who's been gazed at and who's giving the, the gazing and that kind of thing. And then you just start relaying your experiences of what you're noticing in yourself. And then the other person responds to that and you do this backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards sort of thing. And it's, you, you've kind of gone past the trivial conversation. Oh, what's your name? What do you do for a living? You go straight into what's it like being you? What's it like being me? How is our experience of being us feeding into one another and what's going and noticing what's going on around us? And I, you drop into that zone of connection and you feel like, oh, my experience of it is like you and the other person are the only people in the world. Um, you're aware of what's going on around you, but you're like, oh, I'm being, it's a feeling of being seen for who you are and for being heard and listened to and witnessed and accepted and all these things. It's, it's like, it's non-judgment as well, like whatever comes up goes and that's okay and it will be accepted and it will just be like welcomed and that's that's one of the practices of authentic relating it's welcoming things welcoming difference welcoming uncomfortable feelings welcoming difficult truths welcoming the person in front of you whoever they are whatever's gone on between you like that is connection is feeling like you and i have an understanding here there's empathy like you and i have got a level we found something between us some I guess chemistry comes into it, but it's more just that honesty. I think when you're vulnerable, I think Gandhi went on about this, didn't he? God, this is tenuous. Where am I going with Is when you're vulnerable in front of someone else, they can't help but respond to that with a kind of vulnerability. It's that whole non-violent protest thing that that people just laid themselves down and they took horrendous beatings and sufferings and that went on for ages. And there there comes a point at which human nature just sees a vulnerability and cannot fail but respond to it and go something's wrong about this this needs to change this needs to stop um i'm not saying any of that is okay or anything but there's something about when you're vulnerable with another person and that is met with their vulnerability it brings you very very close to one another there's an emotional intimacy there's a synchronicity there is that this the, the connection was that helpful i've just tried to define what connection was that's what i wanted to say and i think yeah maybe i should round it up now as we come to the 15 minute mark, I think that is what the world needs more of is people feeling connected to one another, seen and heard regardless of their differences. 
Uh, that's not to say we can't go out there and do our own thing and make changes and get on with life, but I think that will be a much more fruitful, equitable experience if we're also bearing in mind that there are other people out there who are having a their own unique emotional experience that may correlate with yours, may be different to yours, but at least they're having one and you're aware of it and you recognise it and you welcome it. I think that's what the world needs more of. How's that? Hugs. The world needs more hugs as well. So yeah, sending you a virtual hug, whoever you are and wherever you are. Maybe that would help. And I'll, I'll leave you now. Uh, wherever you are, whatever season you're in. Maybe you're in a winter too. You're feeling like you need a rest to recover, to look after yourself, uh, to be kind and loving, which the world also needs more of. Uh, to get a hug, get a hug. I do the hug. I'm going to go find a hug somewhere in the, the French countryside where I am now. But yeah, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for listening. Um, bye. I love you. Bye.